Have you ever wondered what librarians really do all day? Why does a person choose to become a librarian? Learn the answers to these questions and more on Library Life. My name is Lisa. I'm a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. We'll go behind the scenes and talk to librarians to see what they do to make all of that library magic happen. I'm your guide through the looking glass. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen. Hello everyone, this is Lisa, back for another episode of Library Life. Thank you for joining us. We are here for a special episode with Nina. She is part of our local history department, and she's going to talk about museum services. Uh, Nina, why don't you introduce yourself and give us a little description of your what you do. Yeah, my name's Nina. I work in, as you said, I'm in the Westerville History Center and Museum. So I'm the manager of that area. Uh, there's about three of us on the team and some volunteers. We are the keepers of Westerville history. So that means artifacts, stories. We keep that history and we share it with the community in a variety of different ways. That's super cool. That's not something that all libraries have. So I think you make us very special. Yes. What does a typical day look like for you in your local history department? Oh my goodness. Every day is different. And I think that's one of the things that I love about my job is, you know, on a typical day when we are open to the public and we have people come and visit us, sometimes people come in with a different research question. So they might be researching their home, their family. Um, they might work for the city and they're researching a building. And so we never know what people are going to be hunting for. And so whatever they're researching, that becomes what we research. And kind of makes every day different in that way. Um, but some of the things that happen every day, we get donations pretty regularly. So we have to catalog those items and make sure we're storing them properly. We are planning for programs. So we do public programming and we do public exhibits. So a great deal of planning and research happens every day. And right now we're working on a lot of online content. So we're doing videos and we're working on a virtual exhibit, which I'm pretty excited about. So every day is a little different, but we're you know, our main focus is to tell the history of Westerville and however that looks that day. So it might be different every day. And so you said you get donations. What kind of donations do you get? We get all sorts of donations, basically anything that helps tell the story of Westerville. So that could be anything from a home abstract, which tells us who bought the house throughout the years, or a photograph maybe of a parade uptown, maybe a, uh, a headline of a newspaper article, and all sorts of things. And so um, sometimes people donate things that we don't exactly know what it is. And so we have to do research. I know this one time, this little yellow object came in to the museum and we were told that it was a cluster bomb from the Vietnam War, but it looked like a toy, which was strange to us. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was very strange. And so we had to do some research and turns out it was, and it was actually manufactured in Westerville. And we had no idea that there was a manufacturer bombs for Vietnam War. And so we get a variety of objects objects in the museum. So you never know what might walk in that day. That's amazing. So do you, your research that you do, are you looking through your own catalogs? Are you looking, reaching out to other sources or both? <laughs> both, both. So we have our own catalog that's, you know, very Westerville focused. And we try to only collect things, catalog things that are 
that have a Westerville connection. So if somebody comes in, though, and they're studying, let's say, something broad like World War II, maybe, we'll have local sources. So we'll have um, stories of local veterans. We'll have information about how Westerville was affected by the war. But if they're looking for broader things, we might send them upstairs to recommend other materials. If it's a student, we might recommend they look at, at our youth department. We might have some online databases and things like that. So just depending on what they're researching, we try to help them get whatever information they need and whether we have it or not. That is super cool. (laughs) What's something special you get to do because of your job? I just think what's special about us is that we kind of hold the secrets and the stories of Westerville. So I just think there's a lot of stories and and things that go unknown, and maybe people don't know about them. And so as our job, when we do programming, and when we do, we do a lot of walking tours in the spring and summer and fall, and we get to share stories that people don't know. Uh, people walk by buildings every day, and they have no idea what the when the building was built and the historical significance of it. And so I think, I think the special part of my job is just being able to share information that about people and help connect them with their community and and tell them stories that they may may not have known before. That is really special. And for those kids that are listening, you know, if you have parents or grandparents that grew up in Westerville, you might find some stories about them in in our local history museum and things maybe that your parents don't even remember. (laughs) So... Yes, exactly. And we have I know we have we have yearbooks throughout uh, the high school. So if any if anyone had a a parent that went to high school in Westerville, we definitely would have their yearbook, probably a photo of them in the yearbook. So those are always fun. um, What people want to do, you know, look up, look up the old photos of their parents. That's always entertaining. That is entertaining. (laughs) And see what they looked like when they were teenagers. (laughs) And how is your job similar to the other areas in the library? Um, I think, you know, we're, we're very focused on the customer when they walk in, and I know all of us are in every department. So when someone comes to the library, our goal is to help them get what they came in for and provide them a level of service that when they walk out, they feel like they learned something, they got what they needed. And I think we all have that same shared goal. And I know that the links that we'll go to try to help someone get the information they came in for, I think is similar in other areas where, you know, I know in youth and in adult services, all you librarians will go the extra mile to try to find that book or find that uh, piece of information that someone came in looking for. And I think all of us, you know, really want to do that. Yeah, I think that's very true. And I know that me as a customer going into the local history department. I could definitely vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are great. So anything else you want to share about museum services or local history that you think people would be interested in? I just think it's such a, it is, as you said, it's a very unique area. Um, Most libraries don't necessarily have a museum. I mean, our area isn't just local history services. We actually have an 1850s historic building that we work out of because that used to be the headquarters of an organization that was in Westerville in the turn of the century. And they have, they had all of these, um, they had a printing center on site and they, they made flyers and books and they shipped them all over the world. And Westerville was a part of this huge movement. And so there's a level of it's just, a, it's fun as a historian to walk and work in an old building and sit at a desk and sit in an office that someone else sat in a hundred years ago and worked for an organization. So it's just kind of a unique 
job, I think, but it's also kind of exciting. And I love being able to share that history with others and be able to share that space. And I think it's fun that we have not just like a generic room, but we have an actual house that we, you know, it comes with its problems. Sometimes we get bats in the local history center or (laughs) squirrels. Um, Historic homes have a lot of their own challenges, but having this space where, you know, so much history happened right within where I work every day is pretty exciting. That is exciting. Folks, when you go to visit, you know, you can know that you're in a house that's 170 years old. That's amazing. Also that, you know, Nina, her team and the people that came before her have helped preserve that house and the things that go in it so they can work in it and that you can go visit is pretty amazing. Yes, we love it when people can visit. And I hope that anyone who has an interest, even if you're not sure if you're interested in history, I think we have something for everyone. And one of my passions is I love it when people tell me that they're not really history people or they're not really interested. And if I can get them interested in something by the time they leave, I feel like I've done my job. That's awesome. I think that's that's a good goal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for sharing all that with us. Folks, I know that we're, you know, we're closed right now, but when you get a chance, when we come back in, go visit the local history department, go visit Nina. Uh, Right now you can go online to our YouTube page and check out the videos that they've done. Um, You have your own YouTube page, right? That's associated with the library. Yeah. So it's called, uh, it's just Westerville History Center and we have our own Facebook page and then we have a YouTube channel. There's a series of videos called So You Think You Know Westerville, where we're sharing stories that people might think, oh, I've lived in Westerville a really long time, but we're trying to share stuff that even if you've lived here, you might not know. And we're doing the secret life of artifacts as well. And that will give you like a really hands-on view of what we do every day when we we work with artifacts in in our collections. It's very, very cool. They have some amazing stuff over there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. (laughs) Every time I go visit there, even if I'm not doing something, if I'm just kind of using your space, I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for all of that information. And I hope you'll come back another time and do some more in-depth stuff. And we end every podcast with a book recommendation. So can you share some type of kid's book that you would recommend somebody read? (laughs) These folks read. I'm going to be super boring and recommend a book that I think every... Everyone has to read in school, but it was one of my favorite books. It's called The Island of the Blue Dolphins. And if you have to read it in school, I just want to say that I hope you enjoy it because it was one of my favorite books. And I remember reading it and being so inspired by this girl who learned all these survival skills. And um, I had a chance as an adult to visit the Channel Islands in off of California, where the book is based. And I think it just inspired a love of nature for me and a love of history. And it was fun to be able to visit that place. But I just love that book. So if you have to read it in school, I think it's a good assignment to have to, to have to read that book. It is a great book, Scott O'Dell. And uh, I also would kind of tag on to that. If you love that book, read his other books. He's got a lot of really good books, you know, that deal with all sorts of history. And I remember, and I apologize, I don't know the name of it at the top of my head, but there is a book he does of like South American history and like the character is like an upcoming monk or a priest. Oh, wow. Yes. I, don't, I, I need to know the name of this book. That I'll look so it up and I'll, 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 I'll post it with this once I find it. I can't remember what it's called right now. But yeah, I, I agree. Island of the Dolphins is a great book. Well, thank you for your time and the recommendation. And thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. 
All right, folks, that is Library Life. Thanks, Nina, and your kind of sneak peek into local history and museum studies. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with another episode of Library Life soon.